up with this list. Some of the whatever face podcast. Oh, but you at least got to get the name right. Is that not it? Whatever face is it? Is it that what it's called? No, that's what they said it was okay, called. Okay, whatever okay. face podcast. I thought you were just oh. missing it. I'm like a poo from the Quickie Mart face, my main man. This <laughs> this is your first time up here, and you are. A long time friend, uh, since elementary school. Um, yeah, it's been a business part. Are we still business partners or no? That 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 ship sailed. We're not business partners anymore. I'm just trying know, to man. keep up. Me, me too. I, I have no idea. I have no idea anymore, man. They'll come back around. They'll come back around when it's ready. I guess I don't know. We'll figure it out. My guy, uh, Anil uh, Samaru. What's happening? Uh. Not much, man. Just cross crossing state borders, um, trying to make it home. That's all. Oh, I forget you live uh, beyond uh, the North Watch. Yeah, beyond the reef. If you're if you're a dad, <laughs> that one. Uh, this is gonna be a combo. Mainly is I don't want to say it's free flowing, but I, I do. I brought you up here specifically for um, a certain conversation, but I'm going to do an icebreaker with you. Um, I tend to do icebreakers. Uh, it started out as a every so often, then it just branched into an every show thing. So All right. I'm familiar with the, the, the term of icebreaker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I get it. I get it. All right, so I want you to answer the first thing that comes to mind. Uh, I don't want you to take your time thinking about anything. Just first thing that comes to mind. Uh, Baskin Robbins or Hagen Dodd? Baskin Robbins. Restaurant pizza or chain pizza? Restaurant pizza. Like what restaurant pizza? <laughs> restaurant you, pizza. Do you do you have a go to like a? When I say right uh, restaurant stuff, I mean like a, I don't yeah. want to call like a one-off pizza shop, but like, yeah. No, yeah, no, just like some local stuff here in Connecticut or some shit in, uh, around the way. Nothing like big, nothing crazy. Local shit. Local. Um, first rap album you remember purchasing with your own money? Uh, Tupac, Me Against the World. Really? I believe so. I believe oh. so. I was thinking before that was like like singles, right? Like singles on the tape. But I believe so. That was, I believe that was like the first album. Okay. Uh, first album that comes to mind when you think of your graduation year. For all uh, fifty, Richard Dodge Prime. Okay. And last but not least, if you could take a time machine either forward or backwards, which direction would you go and why? Forward or backwards? Huh. I'd probably go. Say that, that's a tough one, man. That's a good one. Uh, maybe backwards, man. You got some. Remember those business ideas? Maybe. <laughs> 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 I 
go backwards and actually make those happen. <laughs> well, yeah, man, you you are. Uh, I want to call it very good at this segue stuff because the reason why I brought you up here was about um, fucking intervention. This guy brought it, me up here for intervention. Yeah, man. You didn't know you came up here looking to talk to your friend, and here I am. Hold on a second. I'm just gonna patch hope and why in into the call. No. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be reasonable. That'll be reasonable as well. Nah. So I wanted to have a conversation with you about business, um, mainly because I saw something that came up on Facebook, shout out to my main man, uh, Mr. Lookout for the cookout. He posted, yo, right quick, have any of y'all ever landed a job off of LinkedIn? And it got me to thinking because I legit had this conversation the other day. I'm like, now that I think about it, I put so much emphasis on LinkedIn because people make it seem like they're just throwing jobs out there. <laughs> and now it. It's like they seem like they just they just they giving jobs out on LinkedIn. But I brought you up here because you are one of few people that I know who made a transition from working nine to five for somebody else to having your own and doing your own business, um, working your own businesses um, full time. So this conversation is pretty much going to be framed around that transition um i want to ask you coming out of college did you believe the hype that resume or your um your college degree would just have people flocking at your door and you would just have your pick of the litter of where you could choose to work from oh yeah yeah the the, the dream they sold <laughs> i thought i bought it man i had, I had it in my pocket but I, I could just pull it out like that get out of jail free card. You just pull out whenever you need it. Get whatever you want. <laughs> you know, it was crazy though. It doesn't like right now. Like I'm literally about to make a. We're about to post another job um, tomorrow. We're just kind of working through some details, right? But in general, just talking about like hiring over the past year or two, the kids that come out now, I thought you know I thought we when we came out I'd be like all right cool. I think we were like all right. I think we'll we'll fit in. We'll get something. Things weren't promised to you, but I feel like some of the kids now that we talk to, and maybe it's just a field of development. That's what we're looking for, like web development. Yeah. Kids come off feeling entitled, like they should be making a lot of stuff because they see all the big tech companies, right? Mm -hmm. See all the big tech companies, and they expect making salaries or higher ranges of like, you know, what what like Google and Facebook and everybody's selling you. But that's not like everybody. But it's a lot of that entitlement I think coming out. But that's a whole separate conversation from like I think when we came out what our degree and what you thought you would get, but it's definitely not what you got right out the gate. Did you get a job in a field you got your degree in? Uh, it took a while. It took a, it, took, it took a minute. I mean, I was doing retail for a little bit, right? You come out, do a little bit of retail, five, something else that you were used to. I got something sort of like, like you were drawing a spider web, like two, two, three legs off, right? I worked for it was a private company. <laughs> <laughs> it was a private company company they brought me for one thing i said yeah i could do it and then i got in i was like by the way i saw are you guys hiring for something else so i like pivoted when they were asking because it was a new company it was like a you know like a startup kind of thing so i sort of got something close because i went to digital media which is more like and i was more in the art realm 
of designing. But I, I, the job I got was sort of like at a, it was like a software company. So like I sort of pivoted, I went into the developer role, even though I, I could have got it, but I wasn't really like, that wasn't really what I wanted to do. That's so kind of close, but it was like the second job after um, school. Okay. At what juncture, you don't have to give me the exact job, but just give me the timeline. At what juncture uh, do you say, all right, I've done this. It's enough to, it's enough to pay my rent and my bills. Uh, what else is out there? Uh, I don't know if it's a point, because if I'm being honest, you just take leap, so it wasn't really even comfortable when I come to have just like my own thing. So, just never comfortable. I'm not comfortable just being like complacent with certain things. So, like, I wasn't like at 100%. I still never not at 100%, right? Where you feel comfortable, if you feel comfortable, you're just not gonna never gonna do it. So, it's like always staying hungry. So, it's like I, I just kind of jumped off at the point where I thought the, the opportunity I was going after made a lot of sense. Um, that was more, that was more so it. Where at the job, I was like, I you get a job and you're doing certain things. And I was like, ah, at this point, I'm getting tired of doing some of those other things. And I was like, I could probably do it better by myself. But maybe, maybe that's the point where you just get frustrated. <laughs> but that was what, 10 years after, maybe something like that. So, a seven year journey, you working, uh, were there promotions along the way? And I'm not doing this like I haven't spoken to and don't know the stuff. No, but no. I'm doing this to set the table. So were there promotions or was uh, it just like a, compl uh, nah. not complacent, but hey, we get a raise, we get this, and we'll yeah. stay around for a bit? Yeah, it was, it, was, it was smaller stuff like that. I think everything, in some of those jobs, it was, it was very small because that would also happen around like whatever crash we had in 2000, whatever, whatever that was, 2007 or something, 2010 or something like that. Things went wild over there, so got laid off. I mean, I, in between all that stuff, got laid off like three times. So mm. not to mention mm. that, right? But um, so there, I, don't, I don't think I was at a place long enough to get a promotion to some degree. Gotcha. Like it was small. It was small stuff. It was small stuff. More like small, minimal raises, maybe like small, like bump, but nothing like crazy. You know what I appreciate about our friend circle, and I've said this uh, for you guys, is that we have. Um, in our circle, we were all honors classes. If not in the same classes, we were like our high school is broken. For those who don't aren't familiar with Rockland County and things like that, our our high school was broken down into teams. But in those teams, it was honors classes, it was regular classes, and then there were your uh nigga English is your, your second language class. <laughs> All right, that was messed up. But yeah, it was English, <laughs> English is your second language classes. We all were in uh honors classes and whether it be going back to elementary school, like having class together or meeting up at lunch, we all just so happened to gravitate to each other, but we all were in the same, if not the same team. For honors classes, we were in the same actual class for honors classes. So the fact that we are a group of, uh, I want to say, athletes, sports jockeys, um, techie people, uh, music people, um, all around uh, pieces of shit. Now, let me stop. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. That's the one common denominator, right? That's the common denominator. You got to catch yourself. Yeah, man. I mean, to, to get to a point where we, we're now like, in medical spaces, we're in high positions and uh, legal spaces, we're in uh, owning our own company spaces. Like, it, it's amazing to me how we were able to adapt coming out of school, not necessarily getting jobs in the field that we studied in, but slow grinding it out until we kind of figured out, okay, whether it was temp jobs, whether it was, there was always a hustle going on for us to yeah. keep employment going. Yeah, it was always something. You got to find something. Make it happen, right? So Can't, when did uh, you, um, you said in between that time frame where you were getting, uh, you weren't necessarily at a space long enough to uh, basically celebrate promotions and things like that because you're right. At that at that time, it was it was a two sided coin. We went into it, and everybody again, the uh, dreams that they sold us was, "Hey, you stay at a company for exit. Like you, you don't want to show jumping around. You want to show that you're you're consistent at one company, and blah 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 blah." That's what they showed us. On the other side of that coin was, "Yeah, but we can let you go at any point in time." Yeah, yeah. And you're gonna have to find another job. <laughs> yep, it's a good amount of that too. It's a good amount of that. Good, good amount of you, you're gonna have to find another job. So, in between the layoffs and you working, how is it presented to you to start your own thing, or do you say, you know what, I'm gonna just take a step out and see what happens? What was that? specific point uh, where you went from okay i'm done doing this i'm gonna try to do my own well so it was in between right in between layoffs <laughs> in between layoffs at some point it was just like i'm gonna do my own thing um just freelance really because within the field of cre like creative and dev you can just freelance so in between that i started freelancing and then i mean to some degree like anything i, I didn't realize but I'm now thinking about it, like all that stuff would still be my own thing in between that time. First, so it was probably less than what I thought, because even when I was I was being contracted by some of those companies for more of like permanent permalance type positions, right? The temporary kind of thing. So still doing all those things. But really, it went that way after all the layoffs, honestly. And I guess it was more along those lines. Now that I'm thinking about it, it was actually I was freelancing for a while before that. But before the actual, um, you know, all those small little, uh, when, what, what were we talking about? The small little uh, increases or bumps or whatever that got laid off. So pretty much it was uh, right around that time. And then literally, I mean, doing stuff with you. And then also uh, a boy I went to college with, he me up like, because uh, we always, we actually freelance guys. He's the only person I really mess with in the field, like that knows some of this stuff. So we always mm -hmm. kept in contact. He hit me up. It's like, yo, I'm, I'm going to jump out and do stuff. What if we like sort of combine and do stuff together? So because I was already doing it, it just made sense. Like, all right, let's just try to build together versus doing it individually. So okay. just like I was already I was already doing it. So it sort of just expanded into the team. I'm just trying to paint the picture vividly for those that's listening. At this point, we're talking post-college. When yeah. he approaches you about doing your own thing, 
uh, are you married with a kid at this time, or are you still yeah. dating? Nah, and <laughs> so now I think back, it's no. So this is this is around. I actually so I was freelancing for a while. Now you're making it all come back, man. You painted my whole my whole resume here. <laughs> I was freelancing for a while for about <laughs> five years, and then I actually took a full time position when I was going to propose. I actually took the full-time position right around that time um, Okay. Before, get, before getting married. After getting married and, you know, um, after getting married and we, we moved in together, that's literally when I left. So I literally left on the cusp of like... Uh, you were newlywed. <laughs> literally. Literally. Yeah, it was like in the first month or something. First month or two. Probably not the so- greatest after paying off the wedding, but yeah. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> took, a, took a jump literally a month or two after getting married. No kids yet. So, but yeah. I'm, so you, you, you used these niggas, got the engagement ring, and then dipped on these niggas after you got the ring. <laughs> just about. Just about. <laughs> Broke out after that. But yeah. You know what I mean? Just, all right. So, all right. And I asked you that because it's a, a, a clear picture to paint for those that are. Um, playing around or toying around with entrepreneurship or stepping out on their own, um, you were in a position where you sort of kind of had that wiggle room outside of paying for a wedding. You were recently married and you you kind of had that, I'm not going to say space, but you, you had enough rope, so to speak, to be like, hey, let me try this. And if it doesn't work, I can always go back to here or I can freelance, I can do whatever have you. Yeah, yeah. But you, you were, it was early enough where you could, you had multiple lanes in front of you. It wasn't like a dead end where it was like, well, is this or bus? You, you had multiple options and still yeah, yeah, do yeah. now, but you, you had multiple options. So you're newly married. You say, all right, my boy hit me up about this thing. Let me see what happens and talk to me about the first year of business oh, as a it was new company terrible terrible <laughs> so no, it was like you, you jump off you're excited to do stuff it's like all right this is great we're doing stuff and then like real talk it, 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 that's around october so october 2015 i think something like that um yeah 2014 2015 something like that and then it's like we're doing okay for like two three months got clients, got all this stuff. And then you realize like all this stuff is like, cool. Uh, like, where's the work coming in? We have to go out and get more work after some of the projects we had are sort of like coming dry. And that's coming, you know, of course, perfect timing right into holiday season. So it's like, we're just sort of stuck with no work around that time. So you got to start dipping into savings. And if it's it, like, you know, you dip into savings, we're basically not making no money, not getting paid. That's just kind of that's just kind of how it works, you know. At that point, I think it was it's four of us. I think something like that. Um, mm-hmm. Two other people, leave, two other people leave the next year, early into the year because we get small things just enough to get by. That year, we hire somebody back. Um, there's like small, a lot of lulls back and forth, man. It's just like starting this. It's exciting to get stuff, but then you realize you got to do so much stuff on your own. Whereas like work was coming in, it's like, oh, cool. I got to go out and get more business. And it's like, wait, getting business. Then you realize the life cycle of like 
cool. You realize the seasons of, of like how to get a client. Oh, it takes like, wait, it takes three months to get a client. Nobody's going to tell me yes right away. It's like, oh, mm. all right, that, that happens. So there's like multiple years of being not profitable. Um, but you got to take risks to hire people, to get people along. So we've been doing it now. That's eight, about, so yeah, eight, eight years. So it was 2015, we're in 2023. So yeah, about to be eight, eight years, I think. That's right. All right. Um, walk me through your process of in that time, uh, those first couple of years where you guys are trying to figure it out, having to bring in people to now pay because it's not just, oh, hey, we have work, but we, we have an abundance of work that we can't do ourselves. Talk to me about yep. the first couple uh, of interviews you guys did. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the first couple of interviews you guys did and where you were like, what decisions you had to make as a newly started company and uh, newly started, newly engaged, and uh, now new owners. Talk to me about some of those earlier decisions when you had to bring people on, like what that thought process was, what the fight was, um, not fight in a negative sense, but like, yeah, are, yeah. are these guys, no. yeah. <laughs> yeah, so at that point when we're just starting out, you basically have to sell yourself, you're selling yourself as a company. It's like people are, you put a listing out, people are just clicking on them, like, oh, Like, I have to be more on the selling and like not begging people to work there, but like telling them the perks of why you want to work with us and to help to hey see the future of what we're building here. Cause there's really nothing to show right now. So it's more of like, yeah. honestly, we're selling versus that. And we're looking for people that um, I honestly, I didn't really look too much of your school history, all that stuff. I was always, um, I was always looking for outside stuff because I know how it was when we got out, right. The same opportunity that I saw there is like, I want to give people the same opportunity too. Not that I'm not going to hire the best person, but like I'm looking at extracurricular stuff, like looking for unique opportunities. Like, are you working somewhere else? How could that fall into what I'm looking for at a position, right? So somebody I hired, he was a plumber for a bit. Like, it was like, cool. uh, Tell me how you think about that stuff. So like, Mm. it's just like, how does that play into the role that I'm looking for? A little bit of diversity and maybe a different way of logic, a different way of thinking. But early on, I was always looking for like, what else can make this work? But it was it was really hard to like we had to sell them on coming onto us even to you know coming on board, but it wasn't like you know people were looking for jobs still. But some people had to look for we had to look for people that were you know that felt like that understood as this was basically a startup. Okay, so as you you mentioned, it was hard originally to try to gain some traction and get profit. How do you? Um, I'm not auditing you. You're, you guys. <laughs> I know, no. you what is this? <laughs> but how do you convince people that they're basically going to get paid if the company profits in the beginning? Because it's not just starting a company. You don't just have the cash flow on hand and be like, oh, yeah, how much you're asking for your salary? We got that. Yeah, it's, it's not like that at all. And that's why I think you sort of got to take a little bit of a leap like so when we sign um i mean we're pretty much we're all self-funded this is not like we're getting funding from anybody else no venture capital none of that stuff is just it's us so it's like when we sign deals we try to make sure like you know things were either front-loaded where front-loaded meaning like we get 50 percent up front um clients would make a bigger deposit 
So honestly, we, we didn't take that risk until we knew like we'd have like a month or two to cover, just like a month or two to cover people's um, paychecks and all that stuff. And really yeah. you're taking a, a hope that trying to project like, okay, cool, this person could help me bring this in. And then you're trying to do math on, okay, cool. If they could handle this stuff that I'm doing now, because we're handling everything, right? So at some point, if I could take off two hats and give them to you and you can handle 80% of what I do, that gives me more time to come back in and build what I need to build. So it becomes more valuable and it's like, it's a trade-off to see what happens. Um, but it's like, that's what you're hoping on, right? I can never guarantee, we can't 100% guarantee. I got, yeah, I got eight years of salary for you. It's not like that. So it's like, <laughs> you, you gotta take the, you gotta take the risk and it's, it's come back a few times on us, but it's kind of what you have to do um, in order to sort of grow because when you're hiring those people, you're hoping that they can sort of pay off and get your return on the investment. Now, are you covering your ass at this time and saying, hey, you're going to be, uh, we're going to hire you on a six-month uh, period? Or, or are you saying, hey, no, this is an indefinite thing and at-will employment. Either you can leave or we can fire you. Are you basically giving it a timeline saying, uh, we need you to commit to X amount of months? No, no, it's, it's like, so at, at that point, like, I mean, we, we were pretty cautious with hiring people, you know, too much. And we, we didn't really, we tried the contract thing before on like smaller tasks and it just didn't work out. We tried to overseas thing. You know about that. That, that just doesn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's a little bit difficult <laughs> to find to communicate with. So everything we did, I mean, at will is on every contract. And I think even when I had my full-time gig, if you, if you actually look up your contract before you signed it at any type of offer, most of them are at will, Like you, you could literally leave like all this two week, um, two week, like, let me give you, I'm leaving in two weeks, all that stuff, two week notice. That's more for like, for your character than anything else. It's more just to give a good reference. That's not really needed. Everything is at will employment, if you want to be honest. Like, just look through any contract if you have it, if you ever signed a full-time one, everything is at will. Um, but that's what ours is, but it was intended as a full-time position. So we always hired people with full-time um, with the hopes that it would always be that way. We'd be able to pay them. I remember I had to tell Tiffany one time, um... I had to tell her, yeah, you signed a thing because uh, everybody experiences a layoff in their life. And if you haven't, uh, you're you're a spoiled and tired brat. But everybody experiences some type of layoff <laughs> where you go through either location, downsizing, restructuring, there's a layoff. But I had to tell Tiff when she experienced her first one, I'm like, it's at will. And all that means is they're not guaranteed. They don't owe you anything to keep you for yeah. the rest of their life. Will it be great? Yeah, because everybody loves security and knowing the fact that they have a stable job. But yep. at any point, they can be like, hey, thank you for your services. Uh, your time here is over. And the vice versa to that is, hey, you know what? I don't like the way things are rolling here. Uh, I'm out. Yeah. Work both that's exactly it. It works both ways. I mean, is this? I think what we've been sold earlier is that it sort of only worked one way. But then you realize, I think the the age group now, between um, COVID and everything now, I think people are realizing, wait, it, it does work both ways. I can leave if I don't want to be. Here. <laughs> like, oh, wait, I can do that. It's like, oh, wait, I don't have to stay because that's what people are just jumping around just to get title changes and get raises. Um, that's what they say is like, well, you get you'll get more raises just like twenty percent. Every time you jump back and forth, right, between positions, but typically that's the only way to really get a, a good increase on your salary versus staying at one place. But I didn't say that. Everybody come work for me. You'll do great. Um, 
<laughs> Everybody's going to be driving Teslas in a year. I guarantee you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, but it, it, yeah, I think we're all sold that thing. It's like, but everything is that well, man. You got to let go, you got to let go. It's done. That's it. Good luck. All right, so you 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 guys um I don't know if we ever said what you do. You said you were freelancing. What's your current company? Oh, what do you do? I, your, your, what's your current company do? Right now, my company is Electric Engine. We do web development. We've been shifting. So when we came out, we're when we like when we first came together, we're doing like everything, right? We do everything. Mm. Whatever you need us to do, we can do it. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we can do whatever. No, but it was pretty much all like we did all marketing, right? Marketing advertising, because that's a um, industry that we were in. Marketing advertising. I do pretty much like all Photoshop stuff, all animation stuff, a little bit of coding. So build websites. Um, so we shifted into that, which is like marketing. Um, but right now, our primary focus is all development. So like we just do all development, like we build sites, right? So like pretty much sites and anything that lives on the webs like web apps and things of that nature but like just like when i say web apps just like a real site basically so we're either using whatever languages that are out there that are popular now um we used to do we still do a little bit of seo um which is search engine optimization just so you got found on google we used to do ppc which is pay-per-click where you would get that's how you get found on like facebook ads and instagram ads and all those things all those annoying people you see on your as you scroll probably selling that stuff it's you ads. bastards that's me, yeah. So we did. We used to do that. Um, but right now, primarily all development, design for websites, basically. That we we've been trying to narrow down as much as you can. It's just better to be focused. Just you know, uh, just a, a inch wide and, and a mile deep. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. <clears throat> yeah. Um, all right. You guys have employees. You're working. You're grooving. You're figuring out your timeline in terms of this is how long it takes me to get clients. This is how long it takes to build out or whatever you're looking for. This is your delivery date. When do you guys have a Titanic moment where you feel like it's 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 drought dry? And there's no work coming in, but you got people to pay. And what are those conversations look like? How do you weather those low points? Oh, there's, I feel like there's, there's been a ton of that. And it's especially, yeah, it's been a ton of that. And it's more so just like we just we do to make it happen, right? We put in place first to make sure everybody gets paid. Um, we basically just figure out what we do in order to keep this running because in our state is like basically like yo if, if i leave this i'm going to be doing something similar so right now why turn back when we're so far at this point so it's a lot of that yeah. right <laughs> so it's like why turn back if i if i if i leave this right now i'm going to end up back doing something else for myself so you know at some point is just like there's no turning back at this point so like I'm, I'm just riding this thing out you know as you get older and whatever but at this right now is just during those years, it's pretty much just riding this out. Just riding this out. Gonna make it out. Do you feel like you're in a groove now where you're in, uh, things are basically not running on autopilot because there are things that happen in the background where hands are moving where things can't be seen, but do you feel like you can do this in your sleep now? 
Uh, yeah, a little bit to some degree. Like we're we're getting there. We're still not. It's never perfect. There's always room to grow. But I think we've got like between COVID, that sort of gave us a little bit of a hit too, and sort of had to re-pivot and get everything together because everything changes. Everything changes like every few years. But I feel like I'm at a good spot now. Like literally, just managed. I basically just managed the team. I'm literally everywhere. But I can hand off everything. Literally done every role, every task. Right. So the job is running. So I just point we're just as we get more revenue we'll hire the people to hand off like i said to the analogy take the hats multiple hats. Yeah. yeah take the hats off and then give them whoever we can hire so um still not at a great spot we're growing we'll figure stuff out i i i would not downplay where you are um you say not at a great spot but to have a company running for eight years and have employees because that's another way to look at it have a you started your own thing almost eight years ago you have employees uh the lights are still on not only at your place of office but in your refrigerator right the lights are still on and things are being um things are being met i would say you're not doing too bad for yourself and i don't, i want you to celebrate yourself cuz i do the same thing me and you and that's probably why we're so much uh have been friends for so long cuz we're pretty much the same me you tim pretty much the same individual just in different areas on like how we think and things like that but so celebrate the fact that you've been in business for 8 years and you have employees um well, thanks, man. COVID. I'm gonna stop at Baskin Robbins now. Um, oh, what you say? You, you... <laughs> COVID. COVID happens. Nobody is expecting it. Nobody is prepared. COVID happens. The world shuts down. Yo, that Basically, was a yeah. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get for you to tell me what that year looked like during COVID from the initial. Hey. We're getting word that everything's being locked down. Hey, things are starting to open back up. People can go back to work. What did that look like in your field from your perspective as an uh, owner? That that joint was wild. So it went from <laughs> it, I remember in February talking about, wait, what's happening in China? They doing what over there? <laughs> they what? They if we, if we, what, what, what do you mean if we shut down? If everybody just goes inside for like two weeks, it'll be all right. I was like, wait, wait, I didn't even, I couldn't even understand, like, what, what are y'all talking about? And I was like, okay, cool. And then that was like in February. And I think then it hit March because I think it was right around like St. Patty's Day. So like probably going on right about this time. And I was like, cool. We had to make a decision to everybody else. All right, just go work from home. We told everybody, just take whatever you want from the office. You have monitors? Let's take the monitors. You need a monitor? You need a chair? Take whatever you want. <laughs> work from home. At, at that point, Zoom wasn't really nothing. People were using Zoom, but we weren't, like everybody was still in the room. We were still using phone calls. So like, I mean, we would use it once in a while. So like now everybody can acclimate to that thing. It was weird, man. Like we had like two contracts, of course, talking about Titanic. We had two contracts right at that time because this is going on this season. Like people usually typically have their budgets at the end of the year. And they lock in for the first half, first quarter of the year. And then they're looking yeah. to restart again, right? So we had two contracts signed that were ready to go and people pulled out of them. So, <laughs> so here we go, right? Let's, let's figure this out now. But it's one of those things, like, yeah, right around that time, we had two contracts that we were expecting. So, like, you know, we're good, feel comfortable, whatever it is. Now we got to figure out how do we make up that income now. So, like, that drops off. 
Um, you know, like we, we still kept everybody during that whole time. Everybody's worked from home. It was just crazy because everything was just scheduled, but I felt like I worked so much during that time. And I feel like everybody else did too, even with my whole team, because we were just in meetings all day. I felt like I was just living on zoom 24 <laughs> seven and not, not even like, check, not even like checking in with people just like, I don't know. You just kind of sitting there in the room. Like, it's just kind of like just checking in. Like we're still used to just talking to each other, like in a, in a room, like even water cooler talk. It's like talking about stuff and then figuring shit out. But it was crazy. But like, I mean, I think the industry sort of adapted. It took a while. Nobody wanted to invest money for like, I felt like two months after that, it still took a while to get stuff going where people felt comfortable ending again. And everything we're doing is like, we're building websites. And like, if a website's not important to you, nobody's spending money. But obviously then it started shifting to like, okay, cool. Everything is online now. So it's like, it started to start make yeah. sense for people. Like, I need to spend online. I need to do something like, about, you know, everybody, everything's digital now. So it sort of shifted and it started working out a bit better for us. Um, so was it a gift and a curse for you guys where initially people were scared and timid? Hey, no, we're going to pull out, not, uh, not uh, let our contracts go to, oh, wait a second. Uh, this is this is where everybody moving to online now? Like, yeah. people actually want to do business online? Yeah, it basically became that. But like, Gift and a curse, right? Because actually, one of those clients that signed, I was, I was, I was very happy that we, we actually got to drop them. <laughs> they were terrible. <laughs> so we were taking it, right? We were going to do it. Just say, yeah, cool, got the money. It's comfortable. Just take it. But then so I, was like, I was like sort of half and half on that. But um, gift and a curse that it was like, all right, cool. Yeah, we can do this now. Everything's going online. But then the craziest thing is that all of a sudden now everybody's like, oh, we do that too. It's like, oh, so we're not alone. And we're not like sort of yeah. where the space was like we're, we're occupying it now everybody down the street who was doing like branding says like yeah we do e-com now too we do websites but everybody's everybody's marketing himself is doing that now so now it becomes like and now it's more saturated right so it becomes more of that thing again like fuck we gotta we gotta figure this out again so that's what i meant like well you have to keep changing like every two three years because it's like yeah. everybody comes it just no matter what you do it's like it always changes I'm not going to spend too much time here uh, if you don't want to, but um, as an entrepreneur, you started, you were newly engaged, eight years, uh, sees kids coming to the picture, sees things like that. When, as a guy, you always feel the pressure to provide and like figure out how to make it work. When does the weight get extremely like hard on your shoulders where you're like, what the heck is going on? Oh, I, I still feel that way. <laughs> who does? Like yeah, right? <laughs> still, but it, it definitely it definitely is the, when the kids are coming. It definitely is the kid when the kids are coming, when the kids are here. The fact that they, you know, when the kids are here, then it's like, okay, cool. Those same moments, they, they sort of just happen over and over. Like when you have those moments like, oh, cool, uh, client dropped out, contract failed, or they actually pulled out after you even signed in. Oh, wait, wait, what's happening? That's like, it's not like, oh, that's going to happen once, and then everything is butterflies after. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's like, something that keeps happening. It just keeps happening. It's a cycle. You just get used to it. Like we joke about it. It's, just, it's a roller coaster ride, man. But at some point, like after, after that first drop, you just get kind of used to it. You know what's coming. And it's like, you're just able to like, so now it's like, yeah, I'm a little more seasoned. Like I'm not like, I, I deal with the people differently. The stress is a little bit differently. 
Um, like you sort of, all right, cool. I'm not, not stressing as much. We'll figure it out. It's sort of like, yeah, we'll come back. We'll figure it out. But you just get used to it to some degree. Like, I'm not sure if that's a great thing, <laughs> the, but the stress, like the stress pieces of it, you get used to, used to it, like based with your knowledge and you figure, know how to figure it out. Um, but not to stress on yourself. So like, honestly, now like you take more time off to like relax because you understand like, yo, cool. Okay. I can figure this out. And you have more confidence in yourself. Like, all right, I understand what's coming. I can figure it out. You know what I mean? So it's like those moments have been hard with the kids for sure. It's like, okay, knowing that it's just, you know, you're feeding more. I'm, yeah. You go from, uh, oh, I guess Raymond noodle isn't an acceptable dinner for me. <laughs> we just won't, we won't put the chicken flavor in there. That won't. They may, you go from that, you go from that to your kids asking for McDonald's by name. It's like, oh, okay, I guess, uh, I guess, I guess we do gotta eat something somehow. Like, I was going to uh, drink some water, go to bed. <laughs> yeah, nah, that's it. Yeah, if it's just you, you know that we'll, we'll figure it out. I'll get a, oh yeah, have some water, have some coffee. I'll figure it out. Don't eat nothing. We'll be all right. But when you got kids, you can obviously, you know how it is. Like, when, right. when I was temping. Um, there was a time that I would go to the dollar store and rack up on like little dollar beef patties and um, I think there was golden crust beef patties and ramen noodles and I would stack my, my lunch drawer full of them joints for the time like because there was going to be a time where I didn't have money for lunch or I would go out with you niggas one night and let my account go into overdraft because I knew I was getting paid either the next day or whatever happened. Way too many times. That be way too many times. It's like, oh, you roll the dice. It's like, hey, well, I'm going to get paid at midnight, so I might as well let the account go on overdrive. But um, <clears throat> I would buy these random noodles and stuff just as a rainy day, breaking break glass in case of emergency. And it wasn't even break last. It was, nigga, I need to eat lunch. And if I have to eat chicken-flavored ramen for five days straight, well, guess what? Guess what Next I mean, week, yeah. I'll switch it up and get beef ramen. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's, I, I'm with you. Uh, yo, all right, put it this way. Right now, I don't eat lunch. I got to the point, I don't eat lunch. I I, I, I'm, I have an intermittent fasting, maybe by, by choice at this point now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't eat lunch. If I eat lunch, maybe it's something else. And at this point, if I eat lunch, like I can't eat too much because it's too heavy. It slows me down. Like I can't do that. So I literally, I just, I have my coffee in the morning and that's about it. I have a coffee some like midday. I don't eat lunch till I get, I don't mind I eat till I get home. And that's, that's like probably 75% of uh, uh, my week. So you, you tell yourself. Your phone just went out. You you say you you say you tell yourself, and then your phone went out. Like it didn't want me to hear. Oh, it said I said I, that choice of I, of eating one you know of only eating one time per day intermittent fasting. I said you tell yourself, is that by choice? Do I choose to do that, or is that like, just became a habit? <laughs> no, nah, I don't even want you to. I ain't gonna hold you. I I, I, I very rarely eat lunch and I never thought I would get to this point as an adult who has kids who love McDonald's nigga there's times that I'm just like I no no 
I don't care how good the McDouble is. I don't care, nigga. I, I just know. I don't. I don't want to go to McDonald's for lunch. I don't. Want to. Yeah, I don't want nothing. I don't want nothing. It's like it's just at this point, like honestly, it just slows me down. I feel like I have so much shit to do in the day. I don't got time for it. That's what it becomes too. I don't got time for this. I don't got time to stop. I don't got time for any stuff. If I eat, I feel tired. I'm like, yo, pass out, man. We got time for it. <laughs> sleep, sleep to your hunger. You'll be all right when you wake up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Figure it out. Figure it out. <laughs> I, I, we're, well, we're in March, and I know typically that's, I want to call it, uh, it's you guys' holiday season. And I want to say holiday season because I know business tends to pick up in March with, uh, I don't know if you guys still do the March Madness uh, deals as much, but I remember uh, this being like you guys' peak season um, would be this time of the month. Is that still the same, or has that changed to where it's now any and every month? could be like that. It'll be, it, it, it varies, and you know, one thing you learn is that it depends on the industry. So like we, now we work with a ton of different industries. Um, but I mean, some people just use like, it depends on their quarters, right? So like when their financial quarter is, when stuff ends, like, um, some, somebody's fiscal year ends on April 30th. So that like, they, they have budget that they need to use up before then. Right. But some people, so it varies. Um, it, it varies a bit. So I, I think, but if I'm being honest, like we have been getting a good amount of calls in the past few weeks, not even calls, like it's old saying calls, emails <laughs> or just inquiries. Yeah the past few weeks so maybe that's maybe that's still starting to be true it typically picks up yeah so we'll see where it goes from here you know what i appreciate about us um everybody has embellished a resume and if you're saying you haven't you're a liar or you haven't yet experienced what they can do for you if you just yeah. hey learn on job tell them tell them you can um you can digital code eight different websites and you only know MySpace and all that other coding. Tell them to code. It's the same That's thing. What That's what you just tell them what you can do. Yeah, you just need to be very good at Googling. That's it. All everybody does is Google. Like literally, that's your job. You, there's no way in hell you can retain all that information. You know, so it's like, you got to Google anyway. You got to Google anyway. I would, practice, I would practice Googling more than anything else. That's the difference between like me that has so much years experience as somebody else i'm just good at googling i know how to use the terms <laughs> that's literally it oh, yeah God. let's put whatever you want on your resume man i i totally agree you don't need to be honest they're not it's not lie detector you know what i mean like uh, look, listen I, my, my next resume i'm gonna put store manager at toys r us or babies r us and she references upon request because nigga, who you call it like <laughs> Come on. Who you calling? Yeah. We being we being real with ourselves now. Who you calling? Um yeah. I have one final question, then we can uh I'm gonna let you go cut out of here. <clears throat> in the industry that you're in and what you've been through yourself, how you've uh looked for people throughout the eight years. What does, I don't want to say the next you, because that's so cliche, but when you're looking for people to take the hat off and pass it over to, 
what is it that you're looking for, not from a resume standpoint, because we just said everybody lies on their resume, but yeah, everybody lies it. That's the, that's the what do you <laughs> what, a, what do you look for in that uh oh hey, you know what? Let me give this person a shot because they may actually present something different. I honestly it's it's like so the resume, I think for me it's all the extra stuff on the resume or put something unique that stands out. But I mean, I'll call back most people if you have some sort of like relative experience, but even if you're looking at the job posting, just send something, put something that relates to the job posting on the resume, at least do that little bit of work, right? If I, if I say I'm looking for X, at least, at least put that on your resume, because then that helps, all right, cool, okay, it catches my eye because it matches exactly what we're looking for. Funny enough, it's the exact same sentence, but all right, cool that means they have exactly <laughs> what I'm looking for that works but really like so <laughs> i go to this hiring data they have every every month um i tell i would typically go in person now they do it um virtually right so like all the kids have basically the same resume because they go to a boot camp and like all the the, the kids at the coding boot camp basically have the same resume so for me it's like yo i just want to get to know get to know you all like what makes you a little bit different and it really is what you can feel like a little bit of you know, um, their energy, the questions they ask, um, sort of just, you can tell the people that are sort of really hungry. Literally all I look for is people that are passionate. And that's something like, it's hard to sort of say how to express that on a resume or by how you speak to somebody, but it just comes through. If you're actually interested, you're passionate about what you do and you're like, you just are hungry to learn. So like, those are the things that I got, I'm always looking for whatever the position is that like you're literally invested in yourself and you're always invested in growing. Like those are the type of things that I'm like trying to find in people. I said I had one last question, but I lied. What's your cutoff between uh, hungry and passionate and passionate and entitled? Oh gosh. Oh gosh. I, I, want, I want none of that entitlement stuff. None of that entitlement stuff. <laughs> I want, I want none of it. So like, I would take somebody that, um, that's a good one. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. I don't know what I would, what I would prefer, what the actual cutoff would be. I think I would, I would just move on my friend. <laughs> if I was stuck. <laughs> Sorry. You didn't get to. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for your time. We decided for your time. <laughs> But I, I wouldn't want anybody with entitlement because it's the entitlement thing is, I think it's worth, um, even if people are content, there's always a role. There's always a role to be an employee. If you don't want to be a boss, you don't want to be a supervisor. It's cool. It's cool. You need people just to, just to do some of the work. And there's people that yeah. just enjoy doing some of that work. And maybe they don't want to learn or they don't want to sort of, they just they find a spot that they do. Cool. There's always a need for that. So that's fine. But the entitlement thing, that one's problematic because it's going to turn into a uh, position where people are just unhappy they're going to expect more they're going to expect raises they're going to expect everything and sort of on a different timeline than what you're sort of profiling or even thinking about for them or forecasting so i anything with entitlement does that come off in the phone call when you when you do the follow-up yeah. and talk about the or yeah. the in-person interview oh yeah is that entitlement yeah 100 yeah, 100%, 100%, 100%. like people people just sometimes if you get get comfortable I just try to be conversational with people. Like I don't drop people with a ton of questions and all that, but I, I think they get comfortable. And then they're like, you know, it's whether like, oh, I don't want to do too much. 
or there's like little things you'll pick up on. You know what I mean? Like whether it's just blatantly saying like, "Hey, I don't want to do too much," or they'll say like, "At my last job, at my last job, it wasn't my role, but I did help out." And you could tell like the way they're saying it, you really didn't want to help out, right? Like so there's certain things like that, or certain things like I was there for a long time, I stepped in. Um, but you know, they never, like, I'm leaving because they never gave me that. Like, I don't know. There's certain things you could pick up on, man. There's certain things you pick up on just on how people speak about sort of where they want it to be. And some people probably have been in positions where they want to be better and I get it, but there's certain things that you could just pick up on the way they carry themselves. When people talk about cool, this is only remote, like our, our position, because we want you to be in office just because it's easier for us to work together. That's just a thing for us. Um, everybody wants to work be remote now and it's like mm. it's just not gonna work for us it's not gonna work for us like for me to type out after that means I have to type out everything for you you know and it's like oh, i don't want to like i said before i don't want to be on zooms 24 7 i don't want to have to message you 24 <laughs> 7 even though we even though we use like, it's like it's easy for me to talk to talk this out and i'm terrible at typing so like i, I type really fast <laughs> but I, I i try to type what i'm thinking and i have so many errors so I have to go back and like retype, re-edit shit. It's like, I can't do this, man. I need you to be on site. But everybody's like, I need to be remote or they make requests about different things. And it's like, nah, man, not doing, not doing that. I don't got time for that. Um, but it comes off. It comes off in that first call. First call, intro call, whatever it is. Yeah. Have you ever gotten to the place, and for real, this is the last one, and I, I promise you, I'm letting you go after this one. Have you gotten to a point where... Um, <clears throat> I'm switching this question all the way around. Uh, give me the one interview where you ended it because either the request was outlandish or they said something that just completely threw you off. Where you were, you were, the position was right there for them, and they said something. You were like, "Oh, well, there that goes. Thanks." There was there was a few man. There was definitely a few. Like somebody literally said that. Literally said that to me. Like. I don't really want to do much. You know, she, she said that to me. Like, what? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not following. Like, what was it? What's your follow-up from that? Like, what, so what do you want to do? I'm just like, huh? Like, so. I, and they were like, well, and then there was another person that was like, well, I can, I can only work from X times to X times. And I was like, it's cool. I'm flexible with some of the timeline stuff. Like you have kids, you have other stuff, but they were making sort of like demands of like, like times they had to be at, be in or be out. And like they couldn't work on a certain day. And it's like, Oh, we, we're not even there yet. What are we talking about? <laughs> I want to work only at halftime at a Super Bowl, but other than that, I'm, so I'm, that, yeah. Yeah, I'm, was, I'm not free. Yeah. Just, just, oh. you know, just, just be yourself on interviews, man. Be yourself. Obviously, you have to play the position. You have to play the, the role of, you know, being knowledgeable in that, that company, whatever you're looking for. But you got to be yourself. People people just, you know, even when we're selling to clients or whatever, people just get your personality. Either they're going to buy from you or they're not. And when I say buy, it's like yeah. they're either going to hire for the services or they're not. And it, it really comes across on your personality, the way you greet them, the way you talk to them, the conversations you have. Because when we sign a contract, we have to work with these people. So it's like, <laughs> you can, how, how long are you going to fake it? How long are you gonna fake it? I mean, like, just be yourself, man. Just be yourself. So what? Last. The girl, this is, last this is funny. This, this is funny. This uh, is one thing. This girl I used to work with. She say lies get lonely, and that's so fucking true. And it's fucking hilarious. 
So wise get lonely people. You're saying. Uh, yeah. Oh man. <clears throat> well, I thank you for coming up here. I ask everybody before they leave for a show or movie. I know you don't really have time to watch anything much than emails and everything nah. else, but if you could give me one show or movie that you've been watching, nah. it could be recent, it could be something old, don't matter. Uh, yo, whatever the wife has on will be on will be what I'm watching. <laughs> fucking Bad Girls Club or she's watching some tattoo thing on Netflix now. We watched some um something weird, some murder. I don't I don't know what it was. It was like some documentary, but the only thing I give you is like more books, man. There's a book I was reading, it's called Some Days Today, which is pretty good. Uh Matthew Some Days Dick. Today. Yeah, Matthew Dix. That's all great there. name on that guy. Yeah, great name on that guy. Great name on that guy. And there's another one, <laughs> the myth, the myth of normal. That was the other book I was reading. So those are good. Um text those two to me, please, because I'm gonna definitely look into those. Yeah, man. I will do. We'll do. Hey, hey, man! I appreciate you taking time uh, to have this conversation with me. Uh, you know, I love you like a brother. Uh, pops is my pops, and <laughs> mom, dude. <laughs> love you too, man. Love you. <laughs> Hopefully, you didn't ramble. Hopefully, you didn't ramble on what you wanted. No, 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 no. This is exactly this is great because uh, I wanted your insight on everything that you spoke about. I, on my only thing is that i wish we had more time and that's with anything in life is that time is your greatest currency uh that's a gem you guys should that's write that down message uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah thank you for coming up here uh folks get your excuses ready Neil is in a position where he can fire you so don't use your excuse if you work for him um, but remember, it's at will employment um, at on either side, and uh, lying your resume. That's all I got. Neil, That's all we love got. you, bro. Appreciate all you. Right. Thank all you, right. bro. Yep, you got it. Peace.